summer, one for the winner. Strong often like Popeye for spinach. Let me finish. I'm talking business. This how you get off your mess for beginning. I got some new shoes and they still in the box. If he don't pay dues, then he's still in the box. Earthwork. Got a couple of haters don't like me. Stay jacking my style, getting like me. Can't find them anymore, not like me. Screaming my name, I think they like me. Who that over there looking like me? Oh, that's my reflection, like me. Bank account sitting pretty, like me. Six, seven, eight, nine figures getting like me. Welcome back to Live with Karisha. I'm your host, Karisha the Diva, and I'm honored to be sitting with New York native, live in Miami at Highly Unique Radio, the beautiful, exotic, Stina Bay. How are you? I'm good, Karisha. How are you? Fabulous, darling. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you for having me. We're honored to have you. It's the look it. for me. I love the hair, the mm -hmm. eyes, the everything, the smile. Thank you. You're very, Thank you. You're I exotic appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. I tried to do my makeup today. You know, my you eyebrows need took a little bit longer makeup. than normal, but you got the normal with the natural beauty. You're like stunning. <sighs> you're making my underarm sweat. You're making me nervous. <laughs> sorry. You're making me all these you got you the gorgeous too. Thank you. you look amazing. I feel like black women got to uplift each other, okay, and you're to. really we gorgeous. Thank you. Coming mm -hmm. from a queen like you, I appreciate okay, it. I do what I can do. What I can do it. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> so you're originally from New York. Yes. Now residing in the 305. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Well, um, yes, I'm originally born and raised in Long Island, New York, and I moved out to Tampa last year mm -hmm. of August of 2020. So I've been out in Tampa, I guess, for like a year and a few months now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when I got the invite to be on your show, for me, it was like a no-brainer. So driving from Tampa to the 305, for me, it, I, I was like, oh, I don't know, because... I don't like road trips, but three and a half hours, That's four not hours that. is not That's a road not, trip. Was, how long was it? But three, four? It ended up being like a four and a half hour ride, five hour year with traffic and then the rain and then these accidents. It just ended up being like... Y'all can't drive out here? Annoying. Like, what's up with the traffic? I, listen, I'm from New York. I know how and to I'm drive. Really, I know. And you know. I know. We know how to drive. I've never seen it so bad today. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Today. Like... Are you, I need more sun in Miami. It was hard. And I left like around 12, like 12 o'clock from Tampa, like 12, 12, 15. Are you serious? Yeah. So I was trying to get here by like, you know, 4, 3, 34 o'clock, but. But you made it. Yeah. Better late than never. Exactly. And you started out doing poetry. Yeah. And then transitioned into music. Yes. How did that come about? Um... Poetry, I, I, I love writing. Like, I, I'm, I'm an empath. I, I'm always ex expressing myself. And um, so poetry has always been just therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. um, I had a friend who um, is an artist, and I would watch her, you know, in, a, in, a, in and out of the booth, going back and forth into the studio. And I would hear beats, and I would just, you know, have, like, some words for it. And I would be like, wait, I, I can do this. I, I can rap, too. But I didn't take it seriously then. Right. And I didn't want to play around with it because I know how serious people take this, you know, rap rap industry. Um. So fast forward it to, to now, and I'm just like, I love <clears throat> expressing myself, and I love writing, and I love poetry. And when I would hear a beat or when I would hear a tune, I can just picture myself you know, doing a music video to it. You know, I can picture myself doing promo to it. You know, I can just picture myself being that artist. Right. So I wanted to take that vision and bring it to life. Beautiful. <clears throat> so I just one day up and left my job and was like, let me make an EP. <laughs> you know, like, let me just make an EP. And, like, Wait, where were you happened. working? Wait, well, it was, it was, it was in the middle of COVID. Oh, so. it was a pandemic. Right, okay. it was a pandemic. So, and we know, all left All those jobs. benefits were coming anyway. Okay, so. <laughs> there's goddamn unemployment show. You know, so it was just like, why not take this time to, like, pursue, you know, something bigger than what I thought I could do. Right. You know, so I created an EP and um, I did hold back a little bit on that one. It was my first EP, but... 
I love the results, you know, of it. And I decided, like, you know what? Let me just keep doing this because I kept writing music. I would just go on Beat Stars or YouTube, find beats, and I would just keep going, keep mm -hmm. going, keep going. And I, I, I was getting great feedback, you know, from my music. So I put out another EP. And my EP is called I Candy and Soul Food. Um, it's, and it's a dope. EP. Thank you. Yes, honey. Thank you. I love it. The name, first of all, the name. Yeah. I candy and so why? Uh, <clears throat> um, I come from like the modeling industry, so I grew up like doing runway shows and fashion shows, things like that. And I was always a walking hanger. You know, I was always eye candy. You know, until someone spoke to me, then I became soul food because they got to see who I was for a person. Like so that it. persona carried me throughout, you know, my entire life. You know, mm -hmm. even when people see me, they're like, you should model, you should model, you should model. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, I'm just more, you know, I'm more than that. And it's like, I want you to listen to who I am. Right. So that's where the eye candy and soul food came from, because when people look at me, they have this, you know, these preconceived notions of who I am or who I could be. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when you peel back the image, you really see the soul of the person that I am. Right. You know, so that's where I can be and so came from. And I wanted to keep, you know, on track with that because I get that, you know, until this day, you know. So, so. you mentioned that music saves your life. Yes. Um, it can be life-saving. And, and I had no, in the midst of me trying to figure out if I wanted to do music, pursue music, or quit my job, of course I could have done both. Mm -hmm. But I felt as though when you are in the corporate industry, it takes a toll on you, especially if you don't enjoy the job. You know, it becomes a, a nuisance, you know? And you, I didn't want to get up and go to work anymore. I, yeah, I was making good money, but it wasn't fulfilling my soul. So I made the choice to, um, to quit and to leave because I felt like my mental was just completely, you know, decreasing. Um, and... Once I started doing music, I felt like I was getting back to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt as though it was just giving me the energy and putting me on the vibration that I needed to be as not only a black woman, but just as a person in this world that has become so fucked up, you right. know, you know, and it's like there's so, so much music out there nowadays, but where's the substance to some of it? Right. You know, I'm all for, you know, the, the ass shaking, the twerking, the cursing, like I have music like that as well. But it's like, I wanted to listen to music and actually feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And once I release my EP and I play it back and I listen to it, that it gives me that feeling. I love it. You know, so, um, yeah. And then when I, I moved to Tampa, my father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So I became his caretaker. And he is a musician. He is, you know, he was my rock when it came to music. I would go to him for advice. I would go to him, you know, just for everything in reference to that, that department. And, um in the midst of him declining, I wanted to put out my second EP and I wanted him to hear it because I was talking to him about it. He was helping me with, you know, certain songs, you know, what I, what I should do, what I shouldn't do, take this out, take, you know, right. while he's on, you know, his, his, his deathbed. So he passed away before I released it, you know, but once it was released, I was still mourning him, but it gave me the strength to keep going because it was for him. So of course I wanted to end it all. I wanted to have my moments. Girl, I can live my life. It's in that, my life. That's it's a blessing that you you kept pushing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I'm sure he loved the music. Yes. He probably was listening up in heaven. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten the signs that he's supportive, 
And it's listening to the me. white so, doves have yeah, came to all you. All that, everything. Yeah. And I was getting ready to ask you, tell me about your your background and with your family and how they helped you with your music. So your dad was a musician as well. Yes. My my father, um, I grew up in church um okay. my, my entire life. That's what I'm um, my dad. From. Yeah. I did was you sing in the church choir? I did, I was in the church choir. I'm I'm the baby of six, so all of us were in choir, the youth ministry, and my dad was on the drums, you know, growing up, they bought me a piano, you know, for Christmas one time, and I went. I learned the keyboard. I played the clarinet, you know. I so played I was, the clarinet. I love that it's instrument. It's jazz band. Mm-hmm. Best time of my life yes. was the high school band, and I would have never thought I would have enjoyed band. I I walked into junior high school on the first day in seventh grade, and my guidance counselor was like, "You have to take an elective." I was like, "What's an elective?" <laughs> she was like, "It's a class you take besides your core classes." Mm-hmm. I was like, "So what you want me to take?" I was, she was like, pick something, girl. I picked band. I walked into the bedroom. I never mm-hmm. played music a day in my life. The band teacher was like, what instrument do you want to learn how to play? I was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll try the clarinet. Girl, I stayed and um, I practiced. It's fun. For the whole year, I made it up to first chair jazz Ooh. band. Yeah, I got really addicted to playing it. it. Is. And then I upgraded to the, um, not the clarinet, the bass clarinet. And that's what I play in jazz that level. Oh, you fancy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I should have kept up with it through my adult years. What happened with me, I ended up going into sports. Mm -hmm. So I I left the whole band field and became like that jock, you know? So like I did, I started going into track, cheerleading, you know, dance, step, you know, but the music was what is what fed my soul. And my father had a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. You know, he played the sax, the drums, the piano. Like he was really... You know, that man, he was right. a producer. You know, he had beats that he could send me for days. He has music that he could send me for days. You right. know, my mom would be complaining, like, where are you at, Roy? It's four o'clock in the morning. And he's in the studio, you know, making beats. So it's like, that's where I come from. And my uncle um, is actually a part of the cameo group. You know, the song, Just Like Candy. Yeah. I, I can feel me it when you walk. Yeah, uncle's group. Everything good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my uncle Nathan Lieutenant, he's a part of that group. So that's it. Oh my yeah, god. So, they gotta do a reunion tour. That would be do. so much they fun. Do. Uncle Nate. Uncle Nate. Yeah, I'm call BT you. I'm or call you. Train would love they would love that. Yes. So as a female artist, how do you decide like what to show and, and what not to show? Because you know, it's very competitive for female artists. A lot of times y'all have to be over-sexualized yeah. or rap about stuff, sing about stuff that you don't really want to rap about. So how do you decide what to put into your music? Um, I start with my soul first. Mm-hmm. So depending on what I'm going through, I want to start with being real first um, and talk about that. Um, I have a song called Reminiscing that's really soulful. It's about um, being cheated on, you know, as a woman, you know, I've never personally experienced that where I've had proof, but I have sisters, I have cousins, I have friends. And I was able to take that song and just speak from all of our perspectives. Mm-hmm. And for me, it took me to a, a, a different level of emotion, being able to talk from different perspectives, in, including, you know, my like my own. And at the end of the day, I feel as though if I start, start with my soul first, then I can go on to the ratchet and, you know, the turn up. And that's a part of being a woman. That's right. a part of being a human, you know? And I just know that 
I like fashion, you know, whether I have a titty popped out, an ass popped out, or I'm dressed, you know, fully clothed. I'm, it's that given. doesn't this is determine. Given. Everything is supposed to give. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. That doesn't determine who, you know, I am. Right. You know, and in this world, as women, we are always the ones that have to straddle the fence of what to wear and what mm-hmm. not to wear. You know, do I want to wear a bra today? Can I wear a thong today? Is, is my thong, is my panty line showing? You know, because he might look at it and he... It's too much, you know what I mean? And that's why I try to start with soul first, you know? So if I'm wearing a top and it might be see-do or you see a nipple, that's cool. You get what I'm saying? But for me, that doesn't mean that I'm out here giving it up. But if I am, that's none of your business. You get what I'm saying? And I just feel as as a woman, I just make sure that I start with my soul first and block out whatever bullshit might be out there because I want people to dig into who a woman is more versus judging us from our outside appearances. So I just start with that. I just start with my soul and not really caring what anyone else thinks, but I'm also aware that there are men out here who do not have have self-control. Yes. Or just people out here who do not, you know? And I have to make sure sometimes I have a hoodie in the car, you know? I have to make sure that "Mm, maybe I can wrap something around my waist because I might not have the biggest booty in the world, but the right man, you know, the wrong time might want to grab or say something. And next thing you know, Keep your hands yeah, off right. the booty. So, so I just try to be soft in the soul. I love it. What's your thoughts on the female artists we got out right now? How you how you feeling um, the rappers, the R&B artists? I love the duality, the, the duality of what we have going on. There's so much women in power um, from seeing the growth of Beyonce to her passing yes. the torch down on to, you know, Chloe, Chloe. You know, seeing Remy and then seeing Cardi, you know, seeing Megan Thee Stallion, Lotto, you know, and then we have her. We have Summer Walker. We have, um, there's so many R&B artists out here right now that are just giving everything that we need, mm-hmm. including the rap female, the, the rap, the, the female rap artists as well. And I just think the balance in it all is beautiful because they're all showing us the high and the low. Right. You know, they're all showing us the yin and the yang. They're showing us that you can be both and still be accepted. And I love it because that's why it. I stand here today. Yes, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw my eye candy and soul food too. Like me. Duke dope song that was like my I think that's like my favorite on the project you was going in yes yeah what's the backstory um I was just tired of just not tired but I just I needed to be cocky you know I needed to put out I'm that bitch music you know I needed that and I feel like I hold back sometimes with that because I am humble in a sense and I make music more so for my emotion and not to really shit on people, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But I realize there are haters out there and people who want to see you fail. And songs like Like Me just put me into into that perspective and that mind frame to fuck the haters. You know, this is who you are. You're going to keep growing. And you got people out there that want to be just like you, who literally look up to you while talking shit behind your back. Yes. So... It's you are inspiring them, and songs like "Like Me" just remind me of who I am. I love it. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest learning experience with that project? Um, it's a dope body of work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All the Thank songs. Thank you. Hmm. To give it my all, um, I felt like with the producer that I was working with, he wasn't too focused on my ideas. Mm-hmm. It was just more so. Like, I was an artist just in the studio recording music. And for me, it was a baby. Right. You know, that I literally carried with me, you know, mentally, 
you know, emotionally put it you on paper. Yeah. Nice <laughs> yeah, you know, like I and he was kind of like, you know, half-assing it. Like I wanted to, you know, release this EP in November of 2020. Mm. It didn't get released until March, you know, because I was waiting on him. What? You know, and then it, it, it made seems me, like you need a new producer. Yeah, I do. I really, really do. And I'm looking for one because I'm in Tampa and I actually do. Um, I was working with one. Shout out to Delgado Beats. I was working with him for a little bit. And then, you know, when I went on my little leave of absence for my mental health, I kind of took a break from writing. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really gotten back into the studio yet. So I am looking for a producer, someone with, you know, great quality. But my learning lesson in making my second EP is just to stay on top of my producer and to go harder mm-hmm. to get what I want. I feel like I'm still learning how to be an artist and with paying hourly for um, a session, if I say take that out, do this, do that. He's working for me. You know, if I know that I want a certain sound, that's what I want. You know, if I want you to leave that break in the beat or, you know, certain things, leave it. That's what I want. And granted, I'm all for constructive criticism. I'm all for taking advice, you know, especially if you've been in this industry longer than me. But as far as what I want and my music, you know, I should have been more, you know, stern with that, you know, and... I think that's one of my learning lessons. So on a loan, dope track, you mentioned you're an introvert. Yes. And people be all up in your business. Yes. Um, this goes back to my eye candy soul fool, how people look at me and I'm already being judged, you know? Uh-huh. I'm a people's person, you know, I'm a I, I manager a seafood restaurant. Shout out to Hip Hop Crab Bar, that's my job. Oh, that's what's up. You know, so um and I'm a bartender. Crabs, you say. Yes, seafood, crabs, yeah. Right up my eye. Hip hop yes. crab bar. Um, Why do I call it hip hop crab or yeah play rap music? Yeah, it's it's a the the owner. He's really culturally based. You know, you walk in, you see a picture of the of Doctor Savior on the wall. You know, so he's really may culturally he based. Yeah, may he rest in peace. I would yeah. love to meet your owner. Yeah, and you know, he wants to make sure that he keeps that culture in our community while right. still serving a kind of upscale, you know, vibe because we sell lobster tails, crab boils, you know, all crab cakes, mm-hmm. but we can still, you know, get hood and hip hop, you know, if needed be, mm-hmm. you know, so um. With alone, I do mention that I am an introvert because I like being alone. I like being at home. You know, I know I can be at the bar and be in the restaurant and be out there if needed be. Right. But my peace of mind is everything to me. And that gets misconstrued with me being an artist and me being a bartender. And granted, I can be out there. I can talk and I can be a people's person. But being at home, recharging my crystals, recharging my energy, getting yes. back to who I am as a yes. person. Bouncing our chain. Right, you know, that's all that's for me. Yes. You know, that's for me. And being around those people who What's your zodiac? I'm a cancer. Okay, nice. Yes, okay. I'm a cancer. It's giving off it's giving good energy. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I feel you. the same way. I'm a homebody. I like to come mm-hmm. out for shows and stuff, but of there ain't no show going mm-hmm. on. She is at home and her. And plus bed. you work in the industry, so you deal with a lot of people. energies, yes. you know. Oh so God. just going home and just being with yourself and being alone. Mm-hmm. You know turning your phone off you know it just a blessing it is so on social media i have a little quote for you got a little you was like motherfuckers be trying to stop your flow not knowing mm-hmm. it's protected by the rim <laughs> tell us what you meant sis yes um i've been going through a lot you know this this year it's been a crazy year since my father passed and i've just been trying to get back to myself and I ended up getting into a toxic relationship, you know, oh, and wow. I have, you know, my faults in that as well, my mishaps in that relationship, but it's a learning experience. And, you know, being in a new area, 
coming from up north, you know, trying to find my people, my circle, it's hard, mm -hmm. you know, and just looking at and observing how people move and what they say and what, what they talk about, it brings me back to my song, you know, alone, you right. know, of just being to myself and not being out there. And that quote um, pretty much comes from like, I'm going to be who I am, whether I'm in Tampa or in New York, you know, mm -hmm. this is the person that I am right. and I'm still going to keep growing. So no matter what y'all say, no matter what y'all do, you know, no matter what's being curated about me there, you know, in, in these streets, like I'm on a different level. You right. know, my frequency is here. You know, I vibrate at such a, a different level to where I can't keep coming back down to y'all level. Yeah, don't stoop down. You know, the and that's what I have been doing. And I have to get back to being up here. Right. So it's like motherfuckers be trying to, you know, stop my flow, but they don't understand that like I'm on a different route. Are you like crazy on the low? Um I feel I, like you'll turn uh, up yes. If somebody yeah, tried I, yes, yes. I you're am. cancers. You're yes, nice women. I am. I, but listen, make a cancer. But there are warnings though. We we give we give warnings, you know, you before, do give before warnings. we get to that point because I don't I hate being petty, you know, I hate getting to that that level because when I get there, I'm there. Yeah, me too. So now what up? What's up? You know what I mean? And and I've been in that mindset these past couple of weeks, and I just don't want to be there anymore. Right. I'm better than that. I've been there before. Nothing good comes out of that, you know. And mm -hmm. I just want to do better as a woman, you know. So I love it. Yeah. So what's coming up next? What are we following? Um, what's coming up next after I, our Soul Food project? Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna put on another EP. So we're gonna have I Candy and Soul Food Part Three. That's okay. definitely coming out. Um, but that's gonna be the last of the I Candy and Soul Food. Um, and I'm gonna start really getting videos, you know, out. I have two EPs out. You know, I believe altogether it's about 12, 12 songs. Mm -hmm. I think eleven songs, and I don't have any visuals. You know, so I'm looking for videographers. You know, I'm looking for. Are we about to find um, you? Yeah, I'm looking. I need. That's what I mean. And, and Tampa, team, you know? they out and, there. And I'm a storyteller, so I don't want just, you know, the basic, you know, video. I want a story, you know, right. like The weekend. I love the way when he first came out, how his videos just yes. portrayed an entire That was how he story. captivated the world. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, it's beautiful to me. So that's what's going on next. You know, me putting out a 30P and me just putting visuals to all your favorite songs because I get great feedback, you know, from my supporters and all my babies out there. I appreciate y'all. Um, so just look out for me and come out to Hip Hop Crab Bar. That's where I work. I'm there like all the time. And you got um, everybody to try this Hip Hop Crab yes. Bar. Well, I'm not driving over to Tampa, but the next time I come to Tampa, <laughs> yes. I will definitely pull up at the Hip Hop Crab Bar. So the way we close it out is Hossie questions. Okay. A few fun questions for you. Hossie questions are Lava Carisha. What's your top booty, beauty must-haves? Top lashes. Um, yes. Gotta have lashes. I mean, I don't care if they're individuals or strips, but... I feel like lashes, they just accentuate the eyes. Those look nice. Yeah, the individuals, I did them, I did, I did them myself. Oh. So I, I buy like the individuals. You so get like natural. three or, or two, like four on a, on a stick or like a little knot. And I just put them right on. You did a good job. I did not know. Thank they. You. I thought those were yours. Very nice. Thank Who's you. your favorite rapper? Favorite rapper. Woo, I have so many. Tom, Tom, J. Cole. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Are you a hopeless romantic? Yes. Are you clingy? No. Are you insecure? No. Do you fight? Yes. No. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah, you fight. Mm. <sighs> you fight. She's like, let me just be classy. Mm. What's mm. your What's your most embarrassing moment that ever happened to you? Most embarrassing moment. Um. Well, I have so many because I'm so clumsy. Um, you be falling in public, I, girl. It's, it's so bad. 
my most embarrassing moment, I ran out of gas on on the highway and I was like literally in like the middle lane and uh, I should have gotten gas because it told me, the car told me I needed gas and I just ran out of gas. And I didn't want to call my father because I shouldn't have been using his car. Ah! So I had to call the cops and like the cops came because they thought that I had gotten into a car accident. So like four cops came and the whole freeway was blocked off. So I'm standing there like, guys, I just need gas. But all these guys came out their car and like couples were like, do you need help? Do you need help? And I had to like, we all had to push my car to the gas station. I was so embarrassed. That's, yeah, do I better. I was so embarrassed. We have to adult better in 2022. I was so embarrassed. And then the cops called my dad, like, is this your car? And he's like, what is, so. <laughs> you lucky he ain't beat your ass. <laughs> Where's your happy place? Um, Meditation, meditating. That's like where, it. yeah. Do you watch reality TV? No. What's the first job you ever worked? Um, G by guest, guest store. Okay. Retail, oh, yeah. we started off real classy. Mm -hmm. Plug in social media, yeah. like, where can they follow <laughs> yeah. you at? Follow Girl, I started on, at Chick-fil-A. You get um, nothing I did. Bay, that's S-T-I-N-A-H-B-E-Y. That's on all platforms. Um, I have two EPs out on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, everything. You can just put my name in and I'll pop up. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love you here. Yeah, the beautiful. Every second. The beautiful Stina Bay. Follow her on all platforms. Follow me everywhere at Karisha Diva. Stay fabulous. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace. One for the summer, one for the winter. Strong author like Popeye for spinach. Let me finish. I'm talking business. This is how you get off your mental beginning. I got some new shoes and they still in the box. If he don't pay dues, then he's still in the box.